listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, this is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 18th of March 2021. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. Later, where to invest in a rising interest rate environment and why do we need to talk about a rising interest rate environment? That's because of today's employment numbers. It suggests rates could rise earlier than 2024 which is what the rba expects that rates will not rise until 2024 but the numbers today says otherwise the jobless rate fell by 0.5 percent that's a huge number of 0.5 percentage points to 5.8 percent in february 13 million people are now in work and that is the same level as pre-pandemic few questions though what happens when jobkeeper ends We've got underemployment still relatively high. So for more on that, I spoke earlier with Warren Hogan. He is the economic advisor at Judo Bank. Warren, with unemployment now at 5.8%, down from 6.3%, what does it say about the economy and how we've recovered? Well, it's telling us the economy is extraordinarily strong and that we're recovering extremely well, much, much better than anyone could have thought six months ago. And to be fair, these numbers suggest the economy is doing better than we've been thinking in recent months. They are genuinely strong numbers pointing to an economy that's really back to where it was pre-COVID now. Can we go through some of the numbers? Because the unemployment rate is still at post-pandemic levels, right? But the number of people in employment is at pre-pandemic levels. Can you explain that? Well, it's, it's, it's quite straightforward. There's been new people enter the labour force, whether that's been people who've left school or university. And we've had 200,000 Australian expats come home. Not all of them have jobs, I presume. So we've, we've, just not kept pace with the labor force but if we keep getting jobs growth like we're getting like we got in february then we'll see that unemployment rate under five percent within months okay the the recovery in jobs is it even are we seeing more say women or uh young people in employment no look it is very even and i think that's a a real indication of of the genuine strength in the economy it is you know women have outperform men uh, the number of employed women is higher than a year ago in for men it's slightly lower but we're talking five to ten thousand um youth unemployment fell in the month it's 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 still higher than overall unemployment but it's it's in line with historical trends so no we're seeing it across all states and territories genders um, and age groups it's it's really broad based the increase in jobs so if we are seeing a faster than expected recovery in the labour market, what does that say? What does this experience and evidence say and compared to what the Reserve Bank is expecting or forecasting? Well, the economy is performing much better than even expectations from the Reserve Bank from the last month. There's, there's, it's fairly clear that their expectation for unemployment is going to be beaten and it's going to be beaten very, very quickly. So it brings into question for me the, the thinking that interest rates are going to stay at these levels for three years. They've gone to quite some lengths to tell the broader community that interest rates aren't going to go up for quite a considerable amount of time. But the economy is doing a lot better than anyone thought. And who knows if this is going to lead to a quicker pickup in inflation and wages, which, of course, is their ultimate target. So the RBA will quickly be revising their numbers um, over the course of the next few months. And, and I'm sure they're going to have a much brighter outlook for the economy than they did just a month ago. So how serious do you think there is a risk of higher interest rates sooner? Oh, I think if we're talking about 
earlier than three years, then we are definitely going to be getting rates going up much earlier than that. Um, it's just whether or not it happens next year or the year after. The RBA won't be moving this year at, in any way, shape or form. There will be talk about it this year, just like we're seeing emerge in the United States at the moment with their stronger economy. There'll be talk of it, but I doubt we'll see anything happen until the second half of next year at the earliest. Okay, but on the flip side, though, is there still spare capacity? Is that an issue? Because the underemployment rate rose to uh, 8.5%. Yeah, underemployment rose in the month, but it is actually lower than where it was a year ago. And this is a a longer-term problem where we face in Australia. And I think it actually highlights the real issue with jobs in Australia. It's, It's, yes, we have a lot of people who are unemployed and people who want more hours. But the problem, I think, is that the jobs that are emerging are not in the areas or the industries where they were. We have a mismatch of employment in Australia. And and that's a real problem because you can't quickly get someone who's lost their job in Melbourne out to regional New South Wales or someone who's lost a job in banking into a job in manufacturing. So I think this is actually the challenge. And, And the RBA can't do anything about it. And it's all about skills and it's all about mobility. But it's a mismatch of where the jobs are with where the jobs have been. And this pandemic seems to have fast-tracked that change in the economy. And just finally, what happens when JobKeeper ends in a couple of weeks? Well, in terms of the overall demand for labour, anyone who loses their job, it seems that they could go and find one. It's just, again, whether or not the people who lose jobs in certain industries as JobKeeper winds down are going to go and work in other industries. But the reality is, is that even if we lost 30, 40 or 50,000 jobs in the wake of the completion of JobKeeper, that's not going to dislodge the trend for higher employment and for a stronger economy. Warren Hogan there, the economic advisor at Judo Bank, and right after those numbers came through, we saw the Australian dollar rise by one and a half US cents, and at the close of trade, trading at about 78.2 US. Now, all of that did have an impact on the Australian share market, the 200 down by 0.7% to 6,745. The blue chips fell, BHP down by 0.8%, the Commonwealth Bank off by 1.6%, and tech stocks declined across the board. The gold producers did well, particularly Newcrest Mining, and some of the retailers also rose. So for more on the day's market moves, I spoke earlier with Angus Geddes, the CEO at Fat Profits. Angus, I spoke to a few economists today who seem to suggest that given the jobs numbers and the direction of where the employment market is going, it may suggest that interest rates may rise sooner than expected. Not right now, but earlier than what the RBA was saying 2024. What's the market thinking? Look, I think the market um, is, is certainly thinking that the RBA will, will not adjust rates near term and like the Fed will remain on the sidelines uh, before adjusting the cash rate higher until the economy really gets back on its feet. But the bond market is sending a really sort of loud flashing signal with those rising yields on those long term bond rates um, that inflation is going to be a problem down the track. So given that, does that change the way investors should be acting? Well, I think uh, investors need to be quite cautious of some of those stocks and sectors, such as infrastructure and utilities, uh, that have done really well in a falling interest rate environment. You know, that's all now reversing. So, you know, I would be avoiding some of those long duration uh, equities like sort of transurban, which are very sensitive to interest rates. But it could be a tailwind, quite a strong tailwind, 
uh, for companies like QBE Insurance, which benefit from rising interest rates. Okay, and then given that we're also seeing a switch from growth to value in the market right now, where are you seeing value? Uh, look, we're seeing value in the cyclicals, companies such as Qantas, which are sort of coming out of uh, the pandemic and reopening for business, uh, and also companies like QBE Insurance, which really rely on, on the higher interest rates for uh, their investment income. So they're going to benefit. Angus Geddes there from Fat Profits. That is SBS on the Money for this Thursday, the 18th of March. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at businessricardo. This SBS on the Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.